0: This week on Wealth Made Simple, I want to go into talking about wealth magnets. Uh, so if you haven't heard of these before, or you're thinking, what are these wealth magnets? Uh, I will reveal all to you, and hopefully you'll find some of these uh, incredibly useful or and informative both at the same time. But before I look at that, I want to open the concept of uh, what actually helps control the flow and movement of money. So there are certain principles uh, that I think you ought to be aware of and then the wealth magnets are actually linked to these. The first one is, well there's three which are part of one particular area which are wealthy philosophy, mental attitude and behavior. Uh, And these three in my opinion uh, form the bedrock and the fundamentals and the foundations Of wealth creation uh, because it all starts in the mind Uh, and wealthy philosophy very simply uh, is you having a personal understanding a belief system a modus operandi in your mind uh, that wealth can be created wealth is available uh, you can have your share uh, and just believing in abundance the mental attitude linked with that uh, is about having the belief that if you take action, you can achieve things. So it's about being positive, and it's, of course, it's, you can't be positive every single day because there are things that get in the way. So somebody who who thinks says, "I'm positive every every day, no matter what the day brings or the week brings," I sometimes personally struggle with that. They might be telling the truth; that's fine. I'm not here to judge them, but you know, people have ups and downs. But there's a general. Mental attitude is positive, that helps, and the third one linked with this, which I think is the most important of all, is behavior. So people talk about wealth and talk people talk about being wealthy, but their actions uh, don 't always back that up. so the behavior has to be congruent with the mental attitude, and that has to be congruent with your philosophy of wanting to become wealthy and as i 've always said on these Episodes. Uh, wealth has a different meaning to everybody, uh, and I'm not here to d- define that for you. That's for you to d- define and for you to understand and for you to implement. I'm just saying, whatever wealth means to you, have built a philosophy around that so you can be c- congruent with your mental attitude and most importantly, your behavior. Because no matter how strong, clear, and defined the philosophy, no matter how positive and can do the mental attitude, if the actions aren't there, if the behavior doesn't back that up, uh, then your results are going to be minimal, if anything else. Alongside that, something else which helps the flow and movement of money is association. And this is association with people who you look up to, people who can help and support you, uh, whether they be Mentors, inspirational figures, guides, gurus, coaches, call them what you like. Uh, Alongside that, uh, thinking about creating value. Value is exceptionally important and the more value that you deliver, the more that you'll get in return. And this beats time and the cost of time and I will talk about that in more detail when we get to that particular Wealth magnet, two more, and then I will jump into the wealth magnets. Uh, generosity is incredibly important. I think it was Dr. Edward Kramer who says that the hole that you give through is the hole that you receive through. So to make your hole of giving to others in whatever form that you like. Some give it with time, some with money, uh, some with other forms of uh, support, whatever it may be. The more that you give, the more that you'll get back. And the final one for tonight is visibility. And status visibility is showing up, appearing, being there out of sight is out of mind, Uh, so it's always being at the forefront of people's mind. And status is about how you are perceived uh, by your customers, clients, patients, prospects, possible uh, clients. So, this is building that status. Are you seen as a role model? Are you seen as a mentor? Are you seen as a practitioner? Are you you seen as an authority? Uh, So are you seen as a celebrity? And the higher up that you move in terms of your status, uh, the more you can attract wealth in your life. So there's quite a few different wealth magnets that I have come across. And it's going to be extremely difficult for me to go through every single one on this particular episode, but I'll open up uh, a few and hopefully that will give you food for thought and you can then build on those and research them further so we're going to start with the fundamentals the bedrock which is wealthy philosophy mental attitude and behavior and i'm going to pick two or three from here i might even do four uh but in total i have about uh 11 or 12 uh that we could possibly go through so the first one which is i think most important uh uh, is no guilt so this is no matter what you do not being guilty there are some people who attract wealth and about conversations with them and they feel guilty about having done so well they feel guilty about being better off than perhaps other people around them they feel guilty that they've got more money and let's say their siblings or their family members, uh, and that and that holds them back. That's part of the guilt. The other part of the guilt is they might feel that they had an unfair advantage. They went to a, a particular school or a college or a university or uh, someone opened up a, a door for them where they were able to work with somebody, which wouldn't have happened if they didn't have that, those contacts. So they think they had a fair um, advantage, which helped them get through. Uh Other people may feel guilty uh, that luck has been on their side uh, and if it wasn't for that, they probably wouldn't have done well or they attribute their uh, success to a particular individual and they feel guilty they weren't able to repay them enough or do something for them in return. So guilt uh, takes different forms, by the way, uh, but the mental belief that you feel guilty holds you back and those who attract a lot of wealth in their uh, lives, uh, do not feel guilt about most things. In fact, the, the really successful ones don't feel any guilt whatsoever. So that's something for you to think about in terms of whether you feel guilty, whether you don't feel guilty and, and how you should maybe uh, look at uh, that in a, as a belief concept. The second wealth magnet, okay, is a very clear belief in abundance Uh, so there's lots of people who will say uh, if somebody takes money i.e. sell something that is an addition into their bank account somebody who's paying out the money there's a subtract subtraction from their bank account Uh, therefore one person is gaining and the other person isn't and that type of mindset isn't going to be helpful towards you in terms of being able to create wealth uh, because that's not exactly how the formula works Uh, because the person who's paid something out to receive something they've had something of value and benefit uh, and that in itself is going to assist them then there are those who believe that there is a limited amount of resource finite amount of resource finite amount of money finite amount of opportunity so on so forth so they don't believe in abundance uh, and they limit they're thinking to saying there's only so much that can go around, and then that they therefore they'll they have a smaller piece of the pie. And none of that's true, by the way. I think having a uh, abundant mindset, uh, a belief system, uh, believing that there's more than enough to go around, uh, and then doing your bit uh, to create that wealth for yourself. And then, of course, you can then share that out, uh, which links to the earlier. Uh, Movement of money flow Of money that I talked about Which is generosity Because if you then feel Okay uh, You've got a lot You can give some of it away You've seen Some of the Richest people in the the world Who've Pledged To give most Of their wealth Away There's absolutely Nothing wrong with that And I think That is a Good way Of doing things Two or three more for you uh, Which I think uh, Will help No fear No fear those who are successful and those who aspire to be successful have no fear. And I think it was uh, Kiyosaki or somebody else uh, who said fear uh, okay, is the acronym for false expectations appearing real. Because most of the things that we fear usually are about the future. And those things, if you cast your mind back through your life, most of those probably haven't happen, happened. happened. Uh, So being fearful of something uh, doesn't, I think, uh, aim or help or aid you towards achieving the success and the wealth that you want. What you ought to be thinking about is the next action steps. And we all have setbacks. We all have bad days. We all have times when things don't go right. Uh, Sometimes they're pretty drastic uh, and require uh, immediate action which may have a significant impact uh, on your business and yourself. And other times, it's just really small stuff which you're making out to be bigger than it really is. And a week later, a month later, three months later, so on and so forth, it's such a trivial issue, it wasn't worth worrying about at the time. So having that pure concept of no fear and just charging ahead like a rhino uh, to achieve what you want, I think, is a fantastic way and it is a, is a known wealth magnet which helps you to achieve success. The next one is my favorite by the way uh, and that's No Excuses and more than not and I'm sure you'll resonate with this it's always somebody else's fault for why something went wrong in your life uh, or more than not it's somebody else's fault uh, and I see that all too often. And we all f- fall victim to that uh, from time to time. Uh, and I think it's about taking responsibility okay, and not making excuses, but actually thinking about where do things go wrong? How do they go wrong? Why do they go wrong? What have I learned from this? And how can I change this going forward to make it better? And everything pretty much is a l- lesson Every day is a school day, as cliche as that may be. Yeah, but I think making excuses and making money are mutually exclusive. You're doing either one or the other. Seldom can both coexist. And like, as, as I said, I believe they are mutually exclusive, so only one can exist. And I'll share a fifth one with you because I have quite a few wealth magnets for this particular part. Uh, and that is being courageous. And it's uh, something which I think is very useful uh, to ask yourself, which is, if I was being courageous, what would I do at any one point in time of your life? So you're, you're facing a particular situation and things aren't working out well for you. And you're thinking, what do I do? And let's say you haven't got the clarity or you haven't got the support and mentally you're... Feeling challenged, out of your depth. And I always think you should be thinking if I was being the courageous uh, self uh, or, or the courageous version of myself, what would I do? What action would I take? How would I deal with this particular situation? Uh, and I, I think if you see it from that particular point of view, uh, it can be very, very helpful. Uh, and is a good way to move forward uh because having the courage of a lion okay and moving forward with that conviction uh, you'll get things wrong nothing's a perfect science uh and it's not linear uh it's up and down things don't move in a vacuum uh that's not how life works but if you're going to be courageous you'll score more often than you'll miss because uh, all too often I'm sure you've come across people as well who say, I wish I'd have done that so many years ago. I'd be in a different place. Well, The first thing is we don't know if they would, by the way. That's what they think uh, would have happened. But if they had the courage to actually implement that, uh, then they would have had the opportunity to actually uh, achieve what they wanted to do. Uh, I have some comments coming in Uh, One says this is spot spot on Thanks, Shaz, you're welcome Uh, Another one person is saying Relevant topic and great show as ever Thanks for your time and keep it up Thank you very much for tuning in Uh, And another comment is What about if it's Recurring income in the background And you become a bit lazy but still keep Getting paid Well I think there's a, a great book And thank you for the question by the way uh, by Jim Collins Which is called Good to Great And he talks about The fact that Good is the enemy Of great And when things Are going good uh, and, as, and I'll Let's just assume For this particular uh, Point That what you're saying Is somebody has some Recurring income In the background And is coming in And they, 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 you use the word Become a bit lazy Or let's say Complacent Or a bit relaxed uh, and, and the money Is flowing in So things are let's say, good for them. Uh, therefore, they don't strive to achieve more, to become better uh, and uh, stay where they are and aren't able to actually achieve greatness, whatever greatness may be in their eyes. So I think the, to answer your question directly, it depends what one wants to achieve. So if if somebody is, ha- and let's just, again, put some numbers behind your question. And let's say the recurring income is 5,000 pounds a month. And let's say they have an online course or a version of some online courses, uh, and they've marketed them pretty well, and now they've got a, a good following, uh, and they're able to monetize those courses, or they've got some other online academy or a mentoring group where they're posting, recording co- content or have done, and that's bringing in a certain amount of revenue. Of course, there is an inclination to become relaxed uh, because you think it's going good and the amount of effort that I'm making here uh, is enough. Uh, And personally, I think if you're satisfied with that and you're cool with that, absolutely fine. Just, you know, it's okay to be lazy. If it's working for you and, and you found a way to monetize, okay, and the income is recurring every single month, fine. The downside is what guarantee do you have it's going to continue Uh, and if it's your only source of income and this is something i I covered on the episode last week if it's your only source of income uh how do you know uh that it's it's going to last and when it doesn't last if you haven't done anything else in addition to that uh, and you have become to use your words a bit lazy uh, then to get out of lazy isn't as easy uh, as it is to get into lazy if that makes sense uh, so I'd say it depends on your personal motivation, on your goals, on what you aspire to be. And sometimes, you know, good enough is good enough. And being okay is okay too. Uh, so if it's working for you, uh, then absolutely fine. Carry on. But if you think that you can achieve more, you can be more, you can do more, you can support more, you can make a bigger difference, uh, then you strive for it. So I don't think there's any issue from my point of view. Uh, with people who say, I've I've done enough now and this is where I want to be. So I've obviously worked with lots of people over the last uh, 20 years and I've had an opportunity to interview uh, lots of successful people and some people, by the way, have a defined amount they want to earn every single month and with that they have a defined amount of time they want to contribute or expend. And once they get there... They're okay with it. I think that's what I want to achieve. I'm achieving it. I'm satisfied. I'm happy. You know, I can pay my mortgage if I have one. I can pay my bills. I can go on a holiday. I've got some hobbies that I can do. And, and this this is serves my purpose. As long as this continues, I don't want to do any more because the extra is not worth the extra. The majority of people, by the way, don't think like that. Uh, they want to achieve more. They want to be more. Uh, and that they also realize uh, that just because the going's good right now, it might not be good in the future. And because this uh, particular uh, show is obviously centered around uh, wealth creation, uh, then those people usually tend to invest money into wealth accumulating assets. So they don't expend all of their recurring income. I think it's a bad place to be personally. I use the word bad on purpose. If you're making, in the earlier example, £5,000 a month, let's say it's after tax, and you're spending £5,000 a month, you're in a very weak place. uh, Because as soon as that figure reduces or starts diminishing, you're going to have to make a lot of changes very, very quickly. And those changes aren't always easy to make. And they can be painful, Uh, So going up is easy. Coming down is very, very hard because you've got to give stuff up. You've got to change your lifestyle. You've got to change your behavior. And that's easier said than done. And once you become used to something, having less of something is even harder. So I hope that answers your question. Uh, And somebody asked a question about if you've got some recurring income in the background and and you become a bit lazy and still still keep getting paid, how do you deal with that? I've kind of covered that up to some extent. Uh, They've then gone further to say... Uh, I feel not having a mentor could be a factor which causes that particular problem. Uh, I wouldn't see it as a problem, by the way. That's just who you are. And I think becoming acquainted with who you are uh, and, and the way that you work and your mindset uh, and, and how your uh, behavior system works uh, is an important journey to take to reflect and understand yourself. There's no point beating yourself up. Uh, there's plenty of people out there who would happily do that for you f- for free uh, all the time. I get that from time to time on social media. I'm okay with that. Okay, It's just uh, how life is. And as, as I've said before, and I hope you find this helpful, what other people think of me is none of my business. Leave that to them. Okay, That's not your issue. Uh, you just focus on you and try to be the best version of yourself. So I wouldn't see it as a problem. What I would say is it's a particular situation that you may or may not be comfortable with, and you use the word mentor. I'm not too sure that you, whether you need a mentor or a coach. Uh, so just to kind of help define that, a mentor is somebody who's been where you want to go. And looking at your earlier question, in the sense that you've said if somebody has recurring income, they become a bit lazy and carry on getting paid. Well, they've become lazy because they're reasonably satisfied with that particular situation. So if they have a mentor who's achieving more in the first place and they're working with them, they probably wouldn't have gone into that particular uh mindset or frame of mind uh, so they would probably be doing something different so that's what a mentor is is somebody who's done what you want to do with what you're looking to do uh, and a coach is somebody who hasn't done what you're looking to do but can help and support you in achieving that by asking you the right questions and helping you create some kind of a, an action plan uh, so I can't say for certain whether you need a mentor or or a coach because I don't know exactly what you want to achieve. But you have a look at both those options and you could be right in the sense that maybe you need that additional support and inspiration. Someone to hold your feet to the fire and assist you, support you in achieving more. I had somebody else uh, on Facebook saying hi. Hi, thank you for joining and uh, I hope you find this useful. If you have any questions, feel free to add them to the live stream and I'll do my best to answer them. So I've covered wealthy philosophy, mental attitude, and behavior. Let's move on to some of the other mark, uh, wealth magnets. And I am now going to fo- uh, focus on association. Uh, so the, the wealth magnet that I have here for you, and this kind of links in nicely to the question asked early, uh, is uh, in, a, in terms of association, is getting and taking in energy from people so if you associate yourself with people who are positive people who are doers people who are go-getters people who want to achieve uh, people who see problems but then find solutions uh, and people who actually believe taking action uh, helps them to move forward are the type of people generally speaking and this isn't an exhaustive list by the way but those are the Type of people I think you ought to associate yourself with, and um, without doing to death what I've said previously, uh, we are the average of the five people we most associate with. So, who are the five people that you're spending most time with? Okay, are they people who actually read books? Are they are, are positive about life? positive about, about the people who are in their lives, positive about their business, about their income, about their education, about the time that they they, they spend with their family, about the difference that they make in the community, about their look in terms of life and society? Or are there people who always in, complain about things, why things aren't fair, why other people have an unfair advantage or why they are unfairly disadvantaged, so on and so forth? Uh, and I think it's important to associate yourself with... The f- former, which which is people who are positive, so and the association and the energy you'll get from being around positive people is that a rising tide raises all boats, uh, and if you're around a rising tide, then you'll receive that inspiration. I can't share with you how many times I and many of my clients and people I know, okay, uh, who've come to a particular situation where growth isn't happening and they feel stuck, and then they associate with. A person or a set of people uh, who are doing things in a bigger, better, different way uh, and having spent time with them, they then get an influx of ideas through the inspiration that they receive and are able to then pivot okay, or change the way that they see things and are able to achieve more. So I think associating yourself with positive people, I use that word very generally because I've I've shared some of the behaviors and traits of them, is incredibly important that's association for you i talked uh, briefly about generosity and the wealth magnet linked with that is that you have to act wealthy to attract wealth and acting wealthy comes in two three different guises the first one uh is linked especially with your mindset which is uh, like i talked about earlier believing in abundance Thinking there isn't a lack of anything and everything is available out there. You just haven't figured a way of making it available to yourself. So thinking about lots of opportunity. The second part of that, okay, in terms of acting wealthy, is the way that you behave yourself. And by the way, I don't mean getting a credit card, okay, maxing the credit card, buying lots of expensive clothes or a car or other, you know, bling items, trappings, as they're better known as. Uh, And then being unable to afford to make those repayments. Okay, and then going broke and bust. What I mean is acting wealthy in the way that you behave. Uh, And that's incredibly important because that helps you attract more wealth in your life. And the third one uh, linked with that uh, is making a difference in your community. Helping, supporting other people. Because all too often we're guilty of looking at people who are ahead of of us in the game, whatever the game may be. Okay, uh, and as you may know, I do a lot of work in the world of property, and you still talk to somebody who's got five properties, they're always looking at other people who've got 10, 15, 20, 20 plus properties, and I always say, well, hold on a minute, you're doing better than anybody who's got four or less properties. So why not look at them and look at how much you've achieved and the the progress you've made and be grateful for that and then look to build on that rather than thinking about, I'm not doing too well, I'm underperforming, I'm underachieving, things aren't working well, I've not had a good break or or, or a break which has allowed me to break through, Uh, luck's not been on my side, so on and so forth. Why have that negative thought process and beat yourself up rather than thinking, I'm doing better than most other people that I know who aren't doing as well as I am. But there are some who are doing more and are doing better. Let me associate with them, get some energy, ideas, thoughts uh, from them and be able to achieve and be more, whatever more may be, by the way. Uh, And and I don't mean by more, more money. You could want more time. You could want more happiness. You could want more friends. You could want... to want make more of a difference in your community Whatever more may be That's not for me to, to define for you That's up to you to define I then also at the start Shared with you The concept of visibility and status I think this is extremely important Especially for those people Who have a business or a personal brand uh, So there's two wealth magnets here Which are incredibly important The first one is To be some body. So decide who you are. Are you going to be a successful business person? Are you going to be an advisor, a consultant, a coach, a guru, a guide, a mentor? Okay, Somebody who shares useful information. Think of who you are, what you're looking to do, and then pick one thing that you really want to be good at. Okay, and they say this, then this has to be within your niche or area of expertise, uh, uh, ideally. It doesn't have to be, you can go out and seek information on a new subject or topic or area, but ideally start with what you have, uh, rather than looking for the next shiny object, because uh, otherwise you'll always be chasing. And then within whatever you have, okay, pick one of those factors or strands and think, how can I be the best at this? And that obviously requires spending more time on it, getting better at that particular skill. But hone your skill, get better, sharpen the pencil. And then, once you've done that, you now, in my view, have the credibility and the experience, and to some extent, the authority to be able to share useful information. So now you become somebody, as in you're a teacher, a guide, a sharer of information. And so that helps you to become somebody in the eyes of the people that you're looking to help. Linked with that, the other important wealth magnet, okay, is I would say become a marketing genius. Now, the genius uh, might be a word that you're not comfortable with anything. I don't wanna be a genius, I just wanna be somebody who is prolific. Well, then become prolific at marketing, okay? Uh, because marketing will help you gain the visibility I talked about earlier. Being somebody helps you gain the status in the eyes of the prospect or the people that you're looking to influence, help, support, guide, show the way, direct, so on, so forth. And then market phenomenally, okay, Uh, market prolifically, whether that's sharing YouTube content, Facebook, Instagram, any of the other live streams that either I have uh, said you can contact me on or that are available out there, writing books Articles, blogs, guest blogs, your own website, other people's websites, doing interviews, having a radio show, having a podcast, okay, writing articles in the in the local newspaper, national newspaper, in journals, in magazines, speaking at your events, other people's the events, industry events, and that's how you then market and create a system, an ecosystem. Uh, which allows you to become more visible and that by definition enables you to attract more wealth in your life and in your business. So I think marketing is incredibly important and I have shared uh, some concept of marketing on other versions uh, or on other episodes. So uh, feel free to go back to those and listen to them in detail. Uh Next, I'll move on to value. I think value is most important uh, because most people who haven't yet figured out or are new to the arena uh, or have a particular mindset, always think about time. So they're exchanging their time for money. If you want them to do something for you, they'll charge you X amount to give you Y amount of time. Uh, And that's not how you should be thinking. You should be thinking about value. How much value am I giving? How much value am I helping others create? And once I help them create that value, how well do I or ought I be remunerated or um, ought I be paid for the work that I do? Because the more value that you provide, the more valuable that you are, the more that you can charge and the more that you can make Uh, So don't just because you've spent three hours with somebody, it doesn't mean you've added much value. Hopefully you you would do, but it doesn't mean you've added much value. You can spend 10 minutes with them and add more value than than three hours. So it's not the time, it's actually the outcome and the ideas and the philosophy that you share with people which is of most value to people as opposed to spending more time with them. So think value, not time. Value helps you create wealth. Time is just an exchange of time for money and you will just cover your bills. Secondly, in terms of value, uh, and it's incredibly important, I did kind of touch on this a bit when I asked that question about recurring income and you know, becoming a bit complacent because you, you, you're getting paid and you are not having to do much for uh, the work that you've already created, uh, is think equity, not income. Because as income comes in, it might be, a surprise to you but it gets spent when you have equity equity creates ongoing income so let's just again talk about property you have an asset which you're renting out and you're okay with that concept okay that property goes up in value generally speaking okay uh over a, an economic life cycle of say 15 to 25 years uh and that also helps you then Generate income. So, A, increase in equity, B, the income. The income is more important than the equity, by the way, but the equity enables you to create income. And that just doesn't apply to property, it applies to other areas where you invest money that grows both in terms of the capital, but then also generates some kind of a return for you. Equity will help you create wealth in the long term. Income alone will help you create some wealth, but it'll take you a lot longer. And you'll always be working for it. And unfortunately, in my experience, most people, what, whatever they earn, they end up then spending most of it because they're not disciplined. So every time someone says, "I could do with the five thousand pound pay rise," it would really make a huge difference. And lo and behold, they are able to achieve that five thousand pound pay rise because they've set their mind on it. When they get the five thousand pound pay rise, what do they do? They increase their disposable okay income because they've obviously they've. Uh, earned a raise, but they now start spending more money, more takeaways, more subscriptions, more holidays, more this, more that, expensive clothes, whatever it might be, okay, and now the extra 5,000 isn't getting them as much as they thought it would, and they're not saving any extra money, so just having some kind of a raise, okay, unless it's obviously a raise of, say, 250,000 pounds, and most people don't get that, so I'm here to, to look at what most people get as opposed to a very small minority, uh, that's not going to change anything for you. But if you create equity, equity creates generates income and the equity, generally speaking, increases over the economic life cycle of 15 to 25 years. Therefore, you, you're getting two big benefits. And once you create the equity, you can then sell it at some point in the future and make a, a capital gain or... You can pass it on to the next generation and that then helps you create intergenerational wealth which makes it easier for your children, grandchildren, so on and so forth, or your loved ones, or whoever you want to leave that equity to. And I think that is incredibly important. And the third one linked with that, which I think is the most important, although the two I've just shared with you uh, are important, but this one is ex- exceptionally important, which is integrity. I think integrity, in- integrity underpins all the other wealth magnets. Uh, and I'm not going to be sitting and define what integrity ought to mean to you. You either should know what it is. If not, you should then reflect uh, on, first find out the meaning of it and what it means to you, reflect on it, then implement it. Uh, but integrity is incredibly important, okay, because what you say and what you do have to be in, al- in alignment. Okay, and you have to be congruent. Congruency is exceptionally important. But at the same time, when you're active with integrity, the people that you're working with, you always have their best interest at heart. And When you have their best interest at heart, they can see that, they can feel that, they know that. That then helps you become more valuable and useful. And when you become useful and more valuable, you're an asset and a resource, invaluable resource for the people that you're around, the people who look up to you, the people that you support. And that leaves you in a very good place. Now, there are other areas which I didn't touch on earlier, but I I will introduce those to you in terms of the flow of money. One is opportunism. Now, I think people always take opportunism as a bad thing. It isn't. I think uh, nothing is good, nor bad. Okay, Uh, It's just how you see it. Okay, uh, Because something which you think is good Having too much of that Can be bad And having not enough of it Can be bad And something which you think is bad May be good If okay, It's uh, In a small dose And may be very bad okay, If it's in a bigger dose uh, And I won't cover that Because Kieran and I did talk about this In quite a bit of detail On one of the episodes So I want to focus on Some of the wealth magnets The first one in terms of Opportunism Okay uh, Is The word ask Ask people around you Ask them if you have a problem Ask them if, you, if you're if you struggling Ask people for different solutions Ask people for help Ask them for support Because lo and behold Guess what And I'm sure you've had this in your life If you look back and reflect More often than not When you ask somebody for help They've been nothing but too delighted to help you Every time you ask somebody for their opinion, say, "I really value your opinion on this particular thing here, which I can't quite figure out." Okay, uh, and if you can just share with me your thoughts, and they share their thoughts with you, okay, people are happy to share their opinion with you because it makes them feel valued. It makes them feel like they are sharing of something of benefit of use. You know, so, asking for things, okay, uh, isn't a weak position. Okay, it puts you in a position of strength and courage because once you've asked, you can then return that at some point in the future and it might not be directly to the person that you've asked it might be to somebody else but the the person who gives you isn't always looking for something in return because the way that the universe works is you get from one person you give it to somebody else so on so forth it's a transaction which is not between two people directly back and forth okay it becomes more of a spider's web comes in one way goes out the other okay that's just how life works So ask. Secondly, have no boundaries. So this is being very specific, clear on what you're looking to achieve. And then saying, no matter what happens, I am going to go all out. Because now I'm clear. I've got clarity. I'm convinced. I feel this is the right thing for me to do. I'm going to set no limitations. Because setting limitations stops most of us. If you ask most people why they didn't achieve, they'll say, we are at Predefined, preset limitations in my mind for what I could do, what I couldn't do, and that's usually linked to their childhood, their upbringing, what their teachers said, what their friends said, what some work colleagues may say, what their parents have said, so on and so forth. Okay, that limits them. So having having no limitations, having no boundaries, and believing anything and everything is achievable, and you're, you're going to do everything in your power and beyond your power to achieve it. You'll do it. Remember, we can achieve whatever we want or set our minds to so long as we're willing to bear the consequences and we're willing to pay the price. Some people don't want to pay the price because they don't want to give up certain things. They don't want to lose time. They want to be be comfortable doing what they're doing. Well, they aren't willing to pay the price. They're not willing to face the consequences. Therefore, they don't achieve as much. And that's for you to, to define, by the way. And the final one on that, is speed speed stunts doing things quickly uh, and of course this is linked with thinking about things making sure that you are heading in the right direction and then uh, deciding whether that's the right thing to do once you've spent that time ask the right questions achieved that clarity or received the clarity depending on how you want to see it okay then Acting quickly, speed stunts. Okay, speed helps you to achieve things. Okay, quicker than those people who sit down, ponder, think, rethink. Okay, analyze, reanalyze. Okay, overanalyze uh, and overanalysis. I'm sure you've heard leads to paralysis. Uh, that I don't think is, is a good place to be. Be, and you'll get better at this over time. Try and make decisions as quickly as you can. And this is a skill that comes to you over time. The more that you you practice, the better you become. Uh, but once you've done that, act with speed and certainty uh, and integrity and some of the other things I've covered you earlier in terms of have energy in what you do. Uh, be courageous and go out there and do it. So that's some of the wealth magnets in terms of opportunism. The final one. Uh, and I'll cover this for you quickly because uh, my time is nearly coming to the end uh, for this particular episode, uh, which is about effort. And this is about huge effort, dynamic effort, okay, making more effort than anybody else. And a couple of things with this. The first one is behavioral congruency. okay. So your behavior is congruent to what you say, to what you think, to what you believe. A lot of people talk about success, they talk about wealth, they talk about opportunity, they talk about abundance, yet you look at their behavior and it says and does anything but that. So I think, okay, making all that congruent by taking action is incredibly important. In fact, it's probably the single most thing after having the right mindset, philosophy, okay, because those are the fundamentals in the bedrock. This is the one thing that will help you to achieve more. Uh, and with that very quickly follow up follow up in everything that you do action take more action action upon action keep changing tweaking testing trialing things until you get there it never used uh, seldom does it work in fact first time around it takes many 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 times of okay effort years okay 25 year 30 year overnight successes are that because it's taken that, that that long okay so spend that time okay be persistent and don't stop and carry on doing it success and wealth attraction will be yours and those are the wealth magnets i think you should focus on i hope you found that useful and beneficial and you're going to implement it